your immune system been doing lately? Do you know when it's slipping? Or do you have to wait until you get sick, or really sick, to know your immune system isn't functioning at its best? Turns out there are early signs and symptoms that your immunity is weaker than usual. And that's the topic of today's episode. Listen in to learn what sneaky signs you should be looking for. Carolyn, this episode... I didn't even ask you if you wanted to start because I am so excited to talk about this episode. Oh, you sure didn't, did you? I Usually didn't. we have this off the microphone conversation. Who wants to start? You want to start? And I always say, I want you to start. Yeah. Although lately you've been starting. Yeah. But I am really, really excited about this episode. You want to know why? Why? I am excited about this episode because I can't wait to tell people about my weird symptoms for when my immune system isn't working its best. Because... These are some really great signs and symptoms that you have pulled. All of them make sense. I mean, of course, you know. Um, But I have a few weird ones. Yeah. And I'm going to share them. If you start, y'all are going to hear these. And I guarantee you, you've had all or some of these. And if you start watching, listening to your body, you will notice it. And if you can... At that point, when you sense something's off with these symptoms, you can kind of rein your body back in. You can add some more sleep, hopefully, to your schedule. You can you can do small things that may potentially boost your immune system yes. a little before you do get sick. Yes, exactly. Okay, I do want to give listeners a little bit of a disclaimer and also a shout out to the amazing work that Carolyn has done for this. So... A lot of times when we talk about tips and tricks and all of that, like we're we're drawing on our knowledge and we're backing it up with actual studies that tested these things. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is like a very gray area when you look at like a uh, an immune system that's a little bit weakened, weakened, it's not performing at its peak. There it's is, not going to hit blood markers that are indicative of an immune deficiency. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. There isn't like some study that was like, we looked at uh, skin irritations and then assessed the functioning of the immune system. Yeah. Like, no. So. Well, welcome to my world with inflammation. Exactly. That's what I, that's, that was my thing yeah. is that like. You have a lot of knowledge in this area. You did a lot of great research pulling these tips together. And also, at the same time, because we couldn't draw on, like, published research, in some instances we were able to, but not in all, that you also did a great job of pulling, um, like, looking at advice from, like, well-respected organizations, Mm -hmm. medical organizations, to get these. So anyway, I feel like I needed to give that disclaimer because a lot of times we're like, oh, in such and such study and like in not all of these fit that bill. Yeah. So to, to help you understand these, these signs, these symptoms, um, and to maybe hopefully prevent you from getting sick when you have some of these signs and symptoms, I want to give a quick, just little rundown on the immune system itself. We all know the immune system is what keeps us healthy. It fights off bad bacteria, viruses. It is what sends out um, uh, 
um, blood cells to heal wounds that we have. It, it just takes care of our body. We really kind of take it for granted. You really mm-hmm. take it for granted until you get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, you know, and I tell my students, you know, I say, um, we come in contact with bacteria all day, every day. Yes. And some harmful ones. Yes. Most of the time, we never, ever know it because mm-hmm. our immune system just handles it for us. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. I, I have a friend who says that we are walking around with staph mm-hmm. on our skin all the time. Especially if you go to a workout facility, you're yeah. likely picking it up. If you took a shower for 30 minutes and scrubbed for 30 minutes, you would still have probably some staph and bacteria in your skin. Yeah. That's just the nature of it. So, okay. So, your immune system, it is an amazing system. But the way it's designed is it is always on alert. And it is designed when it senses something, a threat to the body, whether that threat is a splinter or a virus or, you know, a sprained ankle or whatever. It swoops in and it um, triggers acute inflammation, which is the good inflammation. And with that acute inflammation, that's, it's what's associated with like, pain like if you have a splinter like the pain you know or the soreness or a fever fever is a great sign that's a good sign that your body's coming in um, triggering that acute inflammation so you run a fever and that fights off whatever is threatening your body so it's supposed to come swoop in you know full force start to resolve the issue and then diminish and go away and so then it has a little downtime to rest and regroup before it has to, like, come to the rescue again. Exactly. So exactly. that's how it's supposed to work. When The problem is when it doesn't have this rest time, the immune system becomes overworked. So it just never has that downtime. It's like any of us. You know, it's we're just constantly going. And we just, we're like, I really need a Saturday to sit at home all day. And you just mm-hmm. don't have it. And you're just overworked and you're not at your best. Um, same for the immune system. It becomes overworked. The problem with this is that it leads to some dysregulation in how it operates. It's not operating at its best, but it's also not starting to not operate correctly mm-hmm. in some ways. Right. Um, and the bottom line is this makes you your body less effective at fighting off threats overall. Now, This leads to two issues. One, you're more susceptible to getting sick, right? Very inconvenient. Yeah. Um, You're more susceptible to infections, you know, because your immune system isn't working at its prime. And so when you are more susceptible to to getting sick and you get sick, that just adds to the workload of of an already tired immune system. So... Um, but also the dysregulation of the immune system from being overworked leads to the development of low-grade chronic inflammation in the body, which, you know, only really perpetuates, it, it's an inflammation is an immune system reaction. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, forget that or don't realize that. So that low-grade chronic inflammation is adding to the workload of the immune system and making the dysregulation even worse. Yes. So it kind of all, it all builds on itself. That's the bad thing. So, you know, there, there's two examples that um, I'll give you based on this kind of scenario of how the immune system works. But you may have noticed or you may have known somebody who, like, gets um, 
gets a respiratory infection. And then next thing you know, it's turned into bronchitis. And then, you know, you think they get better. And the next thing you know, they have the flu, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're just kind of like, what is next? You know, well, it, this is the cascade of health effects. You know, Mm -hmm. the immune system is overworked and it makes you more susceptible. Then you get sick again and it can just keep going. But I also want to explain, give you an example of the role that chronic inflammation plays in um, us getting sick, too. If you'll remember during COVID, they started to notice that um, people with larger body sizes, people with diabetes, type 2 diabetes, people with some major underlying health issues, cardiovascular issues, seem to be more susceptible to catching COVID. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, at the root of that is because when you have something like type 2 diabetes, when you have um, an excessive amount of body fat, when you have a chronic condition already, you already have a level of chronic inflammation in the body. So you've already got an immune system that's ever worked some with this chronic inflammation, mm-hmm. making you susceptible to infectious diseases. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. Because the thing is, is that if you have one of those conditions and like the, like diabetes as an example, right? And so you have, you already have, like you were saying, this level of inflammation on board, you're already taxing your immune system Mm -hmm. on a regular basis. And so then they, your immune system doesn't have the power to be as defensive against something new that come yeah. that you and come in contact with and something serious like covid start doing more harm than good right which is autoimmune conditions yeah. right yeah. Where, where you're something flips in your in your body to really like make it sound very basic which it's not but like something flips in your body and your immune system starts basically turning on your body yeah turning on itself um yeah so, and, you know, I will say people with autoimmune conditions, they are very, they, any little stress on their body, they will mm-hmm. have little signs like we're about to talk about. And they will know, you'll learn, you know, okay, that's a trigger for what's going to cause a flare up, you know, and, and they'll learn um, because, you know, these, they're so sensitive to these symptoms we're about to talk about. But people who consider them healthy most of the times, you can also watch for these symptoms, and kind of know what's up with your body and like, hey, maybe I don't need to stay out till 10 o'clock, you know. I love how you say until 10 o'clock. I, know, I don't know why I got that example. Oh, 10 o'clock. Ten, don't well, stay who, out until 10 o'clock at night. Who our age stays up to midnight? I was going to say midnight. Uh, I don't know when I do. I really feel it the next day, sadly. Okay. So six signs. Yeah. All right. I really like the first one. You do? I do. I don't when I get it. I don't when I get it, but I like it because I think that I think that it is so here it is more frequent skin irritations. So it's um eczema flare-ups or maybe uh-huh. it's developing eczema. It's new skin sensitivities to maybe it's product or laundry detergent or whatever. Um it's breakouts, it's cold sores. Um it can present itself as like you know thrush like stuff in your in your mouth Mm -hmm. as well um but what i like about this one about you being aware of this one is i suffer for sure from from this this is something i noticed i know my body's irritated when i start exactly same skin irritations same 
but nobody really has I've never had a doctor tell me oh so you mean like what I have here for the show is like you learning for the first time well I figured it out oh. years later oh. so like I I had a very sorry I didn't mean cute, to insult no you. Yeah. no 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 the, this could have been the first time. It took me years. Well, yes, you actually did teach me because because when you started teaching me more and more about inflammation was when I was able to put the pieces together. Yeah, it all so starts to come together. did teach me, okay. just not today. Okay. Um, but I think we've talked about this before where I had that thing called pressure urticaria where like anything tight, you would develop like a welt or a hive. Yeah, you did have that. So like I couldn't wear a bra. I had to wear really loose panties or <laughs> I couldn't wear like tight fitting pants. Um, anyway, so I went to the dermatologist and like I, I mean for like six months I took like very high doses of antihistamines, mm-hmm. which was needed so that I could function. But nobody said to me, Okay, let's talk about some of the root causes here. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, skin is, your skin is your body's first line of defense. Really, kind of the immune system's first line of defense to the outside world. Which is why it is often the first place you see irritants or allergens causing, yeah, or why you have skin irritations pop up so quickly um, when something is going on in the body. Um, and you know, while skin irritations may be minor and we're, you know, if you normally have some acne, we're not talking about you regularly having acne. We're talking about like, um, you know, like for instance, I'm dealing with right now that I can't figure out. I think I figured out that I am the makeup I'm using Mm -hmm. is irritating my skin Mm -hmm. because it's just my face is not happy. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it doesn't hurt necessarily, but it doesn't feel right. And when I wash it, it's real red and, you know, mm, kind of burns. Yes. And and then even worse, I it started the other day. It was it's better now, but um, it, I washed my face and it was just really red and irritated and burned. And then I went and drank a port of glass of wine. And that just was like throwing gasoline on a fire. Oh. And it just made it even yeah. worse. worse. So I was like, okay. And it bothered me because I was like, okay, my body... I've got inflammation going on somewhere. Something is causing, is triggering this. My re- immune system is reacting. And so I've been working all week to try to figure out what is making it so mad because I want to calm it down, one, so my skin looks better, but two, just to be more comfortable. To, yeah. Well, and so my immune system's stronger. Yeah. Know? I don't have that inflammation. Yes. So, you know, even though these may be minor irritations, it's still adding to the immune system's workload. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these irritations are also going to be triggering some inflammation along with them. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So so number one is more frequent skin irritations pop up. If you feel like finding high quality supplements and natural healthcare products is like looking for a needle in a haystack, we've got the solution for you. Introducing Fullscript, a leading online platform that allows healthcare professionals like us to offer you a vast selection of professional-grade supplements from trusted brands. With Fullscript, you can easily browse and order all your supplements in one place. I first discovered Fullscript when a healthcare practitioner recommended dietary supplements for my daughter. I was amazed at the quality of brands that I had access to on Fullscript, and I loved that I could get supplements for the entire family all on one site. The 20% discount didn't hurt either. 
Every product on Fullscript meets the highest quality standards. All undergo rigorous testing and are sourced from trusted manufacturers, ensuring safety and efficacy. Click on the Fullscript link in our show notes to get access to the Happy Eating Dispensary. Using this link will give you full access to all supplements available and gets you 20% off on every order. You'll also find recommendations for digestion, immunity, back to school, anti-aging, and women's health, as well as the supplements that Briarly and I order on a regular basis. Okay, number two, you're constantly stressed. You want to cover this one? Sure. Okay, so we all know stress is bad, right? Um, The thing is, is that acute stress, for example, running from a bear, Mm -hmm. which we don't do, but maybe some people do, um, that actually is, I was like reading through the, some of the research, you know, they were saying that actually, something that's acute can actually like bolster your immune system it strengthens it yeah and and that's goes back to just like survival of the fittest kind yeah. of you know and, and it's like sometimes there's some good work stress that really motivates you to be productive and stuff yes that, that's that's a good it's a good a thing. good stress yeah. yeah um but when the constant stress is chronic you know and chronic stress um it it's it's almost like two I kind of think of it about two different ways that it mm-hmm. influences your body. Um, the first one is that it has like a direct role with your immune system. So it can decrease your immune cell numbers and your immune cell function. Um, it can also increase mechanisms that have the ability to suppress your immune system. So it's like lowering the things that fight stuff off and then it's increasing the things that also suppress your immune system. Um, And then, of course, it's got inflammation, right? So any type of stress um, encourages your body, or chronic stress, I should say, encourages your body to promote like all of those pro-inflammatory compounds um, that also have like that, you know, trickle-down effect. Um, So that's like part one. And then the other part, is that stress influences your microbiome, your gut microbiome. And what, um, what I was, what I was reading about is that it alters the overall structure and it allows, it has the ability to allow those like not so good micro, Mm -hmm. like microbes to proliferate and grow. Um, and then once that happens in, in both of those with your with your gut, that then also fuels the inflammation, the mm-hmm. low grade inflammation that's problematic. So it they're they're related, um, obviously with inflammation. But I just thought it was interesting that it was like okay, there's the gut element, and then there's the actually like influencing your cell, like your immune yeah. cells. Yeah. You know, and I think if you talk to somebody with an autoimmune condition or if you polled people who have one, I think across the board, they would probably everyone would say stress triggers a flare up. It's going to vary with other things. But I know with my daughter being in 11th grade, um, you know, by Thursday or Friday, if we've got tests or she's tired from the week and stress, it's yeah, it's it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Number three. Having new stomach issues. And I want to frame this as you are deviating from your normal bathroom habits. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, whatever is your norm, some you're deviating from that and not usually in a good way. Right. Okay. So you're having more constipation. You're having more diarrhea. And it's, this doesn't have to be a regular thing. It can be like two to three times a week, you know, at, at different times. But just it's not your norm for your digestive tract. Yeah. How about that? So that could signify that your immune system is weak. Your gut and your immune system are really strongly linked. And I didn't know just how strongly until I was looking into it for this episode, but 70 to 80% of your immune cells are in the gut. That is, yes, like I feel like we need to repeat that. 70 to 80% (laughs) of your immune cells are in your gut. Yeah. So your gut sends signals, these bacteria I'm thinking, send signals to your immune system to help it function correctly, have proper um, reactions. And then your immune system helps to populate the microbiome with some good bacteria or fosters their their development um, or their, you know, ability to grow and proliferate. But also the gut lining and its microbes are similar to the skin in that they are a line of defense for the immune system. Mm-hmm. Remember we've talked about how the gut lining um, has that lining of micro of the good microbes. And when you have a healthy, quote unquote, healthy gut, those microbes really filter a lot of things. They let the good things go through the intestinal wall into the blood, but they block a lot of the irritants mm-hmm. and chemicals and junk. Yeah, and pathogens that can uh-huh. make you sick. Uh-huh. So kind of like our skin blocks stuff, the gut lining blocks stuff. But when you have dysbiosis or your the balance of the good to bad bacteria in your gut is off, that leads to leaky gut where you have more holes and more of the irritants and chemicals can get through into the bloodstream, um, which allows for the proliferation of more harmful bacteria, but also increases inflammation and can trigger GI issues. Mm-hmm. And taxing the immune system. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So it's just all of these, they kind of build on themselves. Yes. Yeah. All right. Number four, you always seem to be the one who catches what's going around. Yeah. And that's, you know, I had this conversation with my daughter today. We were driving. So she's, she's homesick and, um, she's, we were driving in the car and she's like, mommy, why don't adults get sick? And I said, well, honey, they do get sick, but not as much as you do. Like, you're growing. Your immune system is developing. It's, yeah. you know, getting used to all sorts of new things. And, you know, I've lived longer than you, so I've been exposed to more things. She's like, oh, okay. Anyway, but just because I have the ability to fight something off now, like my kids' illnesses, if my immune system is not performing at its best, I'm going to catch everything that she brings home. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like this can go in um, spurts during your lifespan. Like you may feel like where you just know, like, oh, you hear something's going around, you're like, oh, we'll get it. Or you're like, you hear stomach bugs going around at your kid's school and you're like, you know, know without a doubt, your kid's going to have it. Yeah. Within the next few days, you know? Um, but yeah, if you are in one of those phases where 
you just seem to be more susceptible. That's a sign that your immune system's run down some, Mm -hmm. that it may be overworked or it's just, it's overtaxed right now and it's just not able to function at its best. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, okay, number five, you feel tired all the time. And I thought it was interesting. I read something that said when your immune system is struggling, your energy level is usually struggling too. Um, And we're talking about a tired, like a fatigue kind of tired, not a tired that you can fix with a really good night of sleep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just kind of this ongoing lagging um, um, tiredness. And you can feel that physically, but you also feel that mentally Mm -hmm. or psychologically. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know... Sometimes that can feel like tiredness. It can also, one sign is just feeling completely unmotivated, you know. Um, And they say this is that um, a lot of your inflammatory compounds um, can affect, um, can modulate the availability of um, the precursors to neurotransmitters. So the ingredients that will be turned into neurotransmitters, like dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, um, that cytokines or inflammatory cytokines, which the immune system produces with inflammation, um, that those can alter the precursors to neurotransmitters. Um, and just kind of, and other cytokines can release um, other inflammatory compounds in the um, central nervous system. But basically, I thought this was interesting. It said fatigue um, has been directly linked to impaired brain norepinephrine transmission because of all these inflammatory cytokines. Serotonin transmission is often impaired, and there's a decreased bioavailability for the um, compounds that are needed to synthesize dopamine, which wow. kind of explains the mental side of fatigue yes. that you feel. Yes, for sure. So if you feel tired all the time, that may be a sign your immune system saying, hey, yeah, we, I, I we need, need a break. We need a break. Yeah. 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 I think I'm starting to border on some of this. A lot of this is like speaking to me. Yeah. We got we to gotta slow the weekend roll down. Yeah, you do. Okay. Number six, the last one. You can't get over stuff. So this may mean your cold symptoms stick around. So you feel like you get over your cold pretty much, but that cough or that nasal drip that last lasts, little bit just hangs on and hangs on your wounds won't heal like you're you yeah know, like it takes a long time if you get like a paper cut or if you burn yourself cooking or something like it yeah. takes longer than normal for those to heal back up yeah that's a sign that your immune system is not working at full capacity um but also repeated infections and the American Academy of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology says that sci- there are some signs of a weak immune system when it comes to infections. So having um, more than four ear infections in a year, which that would probably be more related to kids. but Yeah, yeah, but still, yeah. I mean, for some kids, that's, that's not a big number. Yeah. Having pneumonia more than once in a year. Mm-hmm. Suffering from chronic sinusitis. I think probably a lot of people down in the South. Yes, for sure. Have suffered from that. I know. I know many. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then if you need more than two courses of antibiotics in a year's time, 
Duster. I was trying to think back. I don't. I just had to take an antibiotic. Yeah. But I don't know prior to that when my last one was. But that's a sign that your immune system isn't working at full capacity, at full strength, that it needs a little rest, a little R&R. It needs you to nourish it properly. It needs you to manage that stress. Exactly. Take care of it. And I think that's the big thing is if you if you pay attention, you'll start noticing these little things. And I really have, now sometimes it's not possible with what you have going on in your life, but I really do try to kind of modify some health habits or, you know, get some more antioxidants in my diet or definitely take my vitamin D mm -hmm. supplement that week. Maybe take a little vitamin C that week or, you know. Um, exactly. Get some probiotics yeah. into your, like, routine. Yeah. Sometimes if I feel like I might potentially be getting sick, I will take my workouts down a notch. You know, that really high intensity can act more as a stress on the body, which can exactly which push can that push that illness along so that it turns yeah. from like slight nuisance into full yeah. blown something. So I won't totally skip it, but I'll do something less yeah, intense. Less intense. Mm -hmm. So I really think that that guidance about um needing more than two courses of antibiotics in a year is really helpful for people who aren't who aren't like that in tune with like their their very minor symptoms um and i think that that's a good like kickoff point of like oh yeah that, that kind of okay, surprised let me, me start honestly. to pay a little bit more attention yeah yeah because i think there's probably a lot of people who take more than two rounds of antibiotics oh yeah year. so yeah Okay, well, hopefully y'all will find that helpful. I found it very helpful, especially as we get ready to go into cold and flu season. Yes. And everybody's talking about RSV vaccines and pneumonia vaccines and flu vaccines. You know, obviously everything varies based on your age and, yeah. you know, general health conditions. But, man, people in my circle have been talking about those a lot lately. A lot. <laughs> Just like I was showing my age with going to bed or staying out till 10 p.m., you're showing your show age my now. Age, yeah, as I'm talking <laughs> about pneumonia and RSV vaccines. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will talk to you all next week. Thank you so much for joining us for the Happy Eating Podcast. I'm Briarly Horton. And I'm Carolyn Williams. If you liked this week's episode, then don't forget to rate and leave us a review on iTunes and be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a new episode. We can't wait to have you back at our table next week for a brand new episode. Bye. Bye. The contents discussed in the Happy Eating Podcast, such as advice, studies, text, graphics, images, and other material discussed or presented on the site or podcast are for informational purposes only content is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on the Happy Eating Podcast. If you are in crisis or think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 8255, to talk to a skilled, trained counselor at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are located outside the United States, call your local emergency line immediately.